All right, so <laughs> about a year down the road, okay, you kind of changed direction as far as your music. Okay. You were just like super inspired to try something new. So you start doing like like very like sexual R&B, <laughs> but it's like very graphic it's graphic that's the word to use is graphic as hell it's not like hey come over and i'll love you it's like hey baby i'm never stop coming (laughs) you're like i don't have a condom i don't use condom yeah okay so it's this whole thing oh sorry yeah hello it's a whole (laughs) sorry (laughs) it's a whole thing where you start performing just these sex drenched r&b hits okay and you're performing all over la you know, you play at like um, the Roxy, <laughs> the uh, the Rainbow, Rainbow Room. Yeah, the Rainbow Room. You you do like a, a private gig uh, for this guy at his, his name is Jim Jamjar, uh, aka Three J, and uh, you do like a concert at his like uh, at his uh, what's mansion. this guy's deal? So his deal is that. <laughs> So he has these like crazy parties at his mansions and like you show up and you're like, all right, well, where do I set up? And he's like, oh, like his like, um, like head butlers there. What's his name? Jackson (laughs) Maul. But how does he like introduce himself? He goes, my name is Jackson (laughs) Maul. And you are, and you've been performing under a stage name, uh, <laughs> Lil Naughty Boy. Oh no! <laughs> so, and part of part of your act is that you dress up like a like a schoolboy, and you just like. Do I wear a diaper? No, you don't wear a diaper, but you definitely dress like uh, like a like a Catholic schoolboy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, you kind of like Lil Naughty Boy. Lil Naughty Boy, and you kind of sing your songs. So you're just like. I want your feet in my body, baby. Stick it up my ass. And um, so you you go there. And so his, uh, so Jackson Maul is like, all right, well, right this way, sir. And he, and he shows you to the back. There's this giant glimmering pool. Yeah. So the shape of a J outdoors. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. And um, it's a small little like uh, stage for you to perform on, you know, kind of setting up and you kind of look up and everyone's like, Oh, and Jim Jamjar walks out of his mansion. He's got a girl on each arm. Okay. <clears throat> He's wearing a robe. On the back of the robe, it's just like a picture of him, like throwing up three fingers for 3J. So you you play your gig there. It goes pretty well. It's it's you get your money and you fucking leave. Like there's a you have a very weird Yeah. So how many people are there? 3,000. Whoa. And you fucking kill it, dude. You do all your hits. All the hits. Yeah. Okay. Kiss my neck while I jack off in the back of my car, baby, baby. In the back baby. of my car. Yeah. In the back of my car. So uh, <laughs> you actually, have, you actually, you put out an album as Little Naughty Boy. It's called <laughs> I'm Coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
the cover is, is going to be I'm coming for you with the number four. No, it's called I'm coming. Uh, you actually had a big fight with your manager because you're like, I want to call it I'm coming for you. <laughs> and he's like, no, he's, he's like, he's like, dude, I'm putting my foot down on this. You got into a huge fight. But after you put the album out, bad. after you put the album out, you were like, you know what? God damn, if you weren't correct. <laughs> your manager's name is uh, <laughs> Howard Leaf. Howard Leaf. So anyway, so you've been kind of going around town singing these sexual jams as a little naughty boy. <laughs> and one day, you're kind of like um, hanging out, you know, it's after a gig. You go back to your apartment. Uh, your roommates are all out of town. They're at a, um, a convention celebrating uh, Native Americans in <laughs> baseball. Okay. Yeah. And so and how many roommates do I have? It's just the same roommates that you have now. So, okay. However number that is. I don't have any roommates. So. Well, at this point you live, you have roommates. Okay. Gotcha. Your old, your, your old place where you lived alone, it worked really well. But, uh, one day you, um, were recording your sex jams <laughs> and you, uh, you were like, so turned on by your own music <laughs> that you like, you're like, I have to smoke a cigarette and you, you lit up the cigarette <laughs> Uh, and then you heard like a noise in the room. You're like, what the hell? And you go into the room and you're like, oh, it's nothing weird. And you walk back and your house is on fire. You barely escaped with your own life. <laughs> like, uh, it, it, a bunch of like fire trucks showed up and they were like, holy shit, what happened? They're freaking out. One guy's like so scared. He's like, I never told you guys, but I'm really scared of fire. It's his first day. <laughs> so they save you and stuff. You don't tell them about this. They're, they're like, oh, how'd this happen? And you're like, well, I don't tell anyone. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So you, uh, you have like this show. Yeah. So you have like two roommates. Uh, you never, you don't bother to learn their names. They're out of town at their convention for native Americans in baseball. (laughs) And you are just kind of like chilling, you know, you're feeling pretty good. You make yourself a, uh, gin and tonic. Pour those ice cubes into that glass. Oh yeah. It's like the ice cubes fall forever. (laughs) <laughs> you relax with your cocktail your drink of choice G&T at your local bar the um, it's called bar none dot 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 uh, they just call uh, a gin and tonic a, a kev <laughs> like you walk in you're like two kevs they're at, like, just at this establishment yeah you, that's where you normally go and like Whenever like they give you the drink, the bartender there, he, he always goes, a Kev for a Kev. Is this something Fucking that I asked them to do? Or is this something that happened naturally? It just happened organically, okay. dude. So you're kind of like relaxing, you know, drinking that drink. Mm-hmm. Drinking a Kev? Drinking a Kev. A Kev enjoying a Kev. And suddenly like, it's almost like the room is like a little colder. Okay. You're like, this is weird. You have a faint taste of cinnamon. (laughs) You blank and standing in front of you are five figures. Santa Claus. Jolly old Saint Nick. (laughs) Father Christmas. 
I keep thinking you're naming new people. Yeah, these are all new people. Okay. Chris Kringle. <laughs> <laughs> They're all separate people. And Black Santa. <laughs> Black Santa looks and talks exactly like Mr. T. Like he's dressed like Santa Claus, but like his Santa outfit is like sleeveless. He's like, uh, Merry Christmas, fool. Like, what the hell? Father Christmas. Wait, wait, these people just all appear out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. And oh, so um, hello. <laughs> they appear out of nowhere and you're like, what the fuck? Father Christmas comes forward. He's like clearly the leader. He's like, uh, he's like, hello, Kevin. We're the Lords of Christmas, a.k.a. the Christmas Corps. We need your help. What do you do? Well, I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. As Black, you know, you hear Black Santa go, everyone loves Christmas, fool. <laughs> Make you decisions, sucker. So what do I do to help? What, what are they asking of me? So basically, they go, Father <laughs> Father Christmas goes on to explain that uh, someone has stolen the magic that they use to make Rudolph's uh, nose red. Chris Kringle is like a, is like a heavy German accent. He's like, a Kev... We need your help. We know where the guy is who stole the magic. And they all look fucking furious. They're pissed. <laughs> Super pissed. Like St. Nick, jolly old St. Nick, it looks like he's on the verge of like tears. And you don't know why you think this, but you think to yourself, I would rather cut off my arm than see that man cry. <laughs> They're like, look, we know exactly where this they're holding the magic. Mm -hmm. Do you do it? Do I do what? Try and find it? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They're like, all right, they're like, thanks. Like, Father Christmas, like, oh man, thanks so much. Without this, Christmas just wouldn't be the same, you know? Can we travel with their sleigh? Do they all have a sleigh? No, they don't appear to have sleighs. No sleighs. Yeah. I'd still do it. Black Santa's like, why we have sleighs, fool? <laughs> we can teleport, sucker. Looks just like Mr. T. So they're like, uh, Father Christmas is like, thank you, Kevin. You're a good man. We left the address on the kitchen table. Go in peace. You blank, they're just gone. Do I still have the piece of paper? What's well, on the kitchen table? Okay. What, do you, what do you do? And I know the magic potion is there. Yeah. Is it in my city or do I have to travel on a plane? No, it's in your city. It's about a 15 minute drive and it's late at night. There's no traffic. I'd probably go over there and try and find the potion. So you climb into your car. Yeah. Turn on the radio. <laughs> There's a radio show. It's called hot beans in the morning. And basically uh, the main guy, he's just constantly getting like prank phone called by people. He always falls for it. So he gets like all steamed up, you know? So listen to him. Drive over. The address is six 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 Wonderful Street. <laughs> so you go there. You're like, All right, whatever. And you decide to park like a block away. And you uh, walk towards this uh, building. It just seems like a normal house. Suddenly. 
a figure steps out of the shadows. He's wearing like a like a long robe, you know, like a tunic almost, you know. Mm-hmm. The robe is uh, covered with uh, pictures of like an eagle's head. He's holding a staff. At the end of the staff is like a what appears to be like a some kind of sandwich. He goes, um, in one of the worst accents you've ever heard in your life. This guy's like, um, hey, Kev, I'm the wizard of Philadelphia. You got any water? <laughs> in the distance, you hear an, evil, uh, an eagle scream. He's like, um, Hey, so yeah, it'd be real. Again, his accent is fucking <laughs> horrible, dude. It's like, you like you know, like the sound of like nails on a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. It makes you long for that. It makes it sound like a uh, rubber sole, you know, in comparison. His accent is just Philly <laughs> trash. He's like, hey, I hope I can talk to you. Let's go. I know a good place. That they have some really good bagels. So he's trying to hang out. Bagels and water. Do you go with him? Uh, I think he would just distract me from my ultimate quest of finding the potion. So what do you so say no. to him? Uh, I'd say, no, thank you. You look closer and you notice that it's like a cheesesteak on the end of his staff. Grilled onions. <laughs> fill the air. He's like, All right, it's, it's, it's real important, Kev. He goes, come on, would you get some, some bagels? I'd sidestep him. You should go around the Wizard of Philadelphia. Uh-huh. He sees you walk away. Do you like turn and look at him or anything? Or I sprint. <laughs> so you just take off at like a full fucking sprint yeah. towards 666 Wonderful Street. Okay. You open the door. It's darker than a thousand midnights. And uh, you kind of, as your like eyes adjust, you see on the kitchen table. It looks like a like an old school like a, I don't know why I said old school, but it's clearly like a potion, like a magic potion, <laughs> okay. an old school potion. It's you look there. at it and you think to yourself, that is one old school fucking potion. Wow. What do you do? It's just sitting there. Yep. There's no one else around that I can see. Could it be a trap? I mean, do you think it's a trap? I mean, I'm just telling you what happens. That sprint. <laughs> so you grab you, it. You sprint and grab it, and the second that your hand touches it, every light in the house turns on. And standing in front of you is a man. He's wearing the reddest suit you have ever seen <laughs> in your life. Like, like you've thought that you've seen, obviously you think to yourself, I've seen the color red before, but this is like, this is like Satan's red. <laughs> He's got like a orange stringy hair. So like a clown nose. He goes, hello, Kevin. I'm the sugar king. He goes, uh, how about instead of taking that potion, you just take some of my candy. He winks at you. 
a chill goes down your spine right to the tip of your dick. <laughs> You're like a little turned on. <laughs> Do I write a song about it? In your head, you start singing a song. I start writing a song. Where you're like, I met the sugar king. He made my dick feel weird. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming for you. (laughs) So he's like, yeah, you know, Kev, um, maybe you don't take this magic potion. Maybe instead you take one of my pieces of candy. He goes, is there a problem in your life that I can help you with? I stay focused. Eyes on the prize. Gotta get the potion. He goes, Kevin, if you eat this piece of candy, he's like holding in his fucking hand. He's like, if you eat this candy, you will never know pain or fear or loneliness ever again. He goes, why don't you just take this? Dummy. Sounds tempting. And you're tempted, dude. You're fucking rock hard. <laughs> like the tingle has like stayed at the tip of your dick. Like it doesn't go away. You're just like, this is odd. Yeah. What do you do? Well, sitting right here, I would say I would go get the potion. But in that moment, I feel like it's so hard to say. Yeah. I'd like to think I'd go for the potion still. So do you do it? Yeah. So you just jump for the potion. <clears throat> you start you like sprint towards him. You jump for the potion and you sprint so fast. He doesn't even see you. Like that's how like... Later on, you look back on it and you think to yourself, like, it wasn't just that you were running. It was a metaphor of good versus evil. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The light versus the darkness. You run, you grab that fucking potion out of his hand and you sprint out. Okay. And he's like, no. You sprint out, you sprint back to your car, go back to your apartment. Walk up. The Christmas core is all there. And they're pumped. Yeah. Black Santa's like, where is it, fool? <laughs> Do you give them the potion? <laughs> yeah. So you give them the potion, and they're like, oh, man. Santa Claus is like, this would have been a terrible Christmas. He goes, I don't even want to get into it. So you go, all right, well, thanks. <laughs> And they go, um, is there anything? They go, your reward is on the table. You blink, they're gone. What do you do? I go to the table. There's um, a gift card to the Darden Family Restaurant Group. (laughs) And there's uh, 35 crumpled $1 bills. (laughs) And and a recipe for the best gingerbread cookies you'll ever eat. So you're like, uh, eh, this is a weird day. Uh, you go to sleep. You dream of a howling void. You wake up the next day and you feel fucking good, dude. Like you feel like refreshed as fuck. And you're like, I did a good thing. I saved Christmas. You saved Christmas. Yeah. You walk out of your bedroom and uh, in the living room standing there is the sugar king. <laughs> and he goes, same suit, dude. The reddest suit you've ever seen in your fucking life. It reminds you of like the um, the lakes of hell. <laughs> and he goes, 
Kevbo. It's like, this could have been a lot easier. He's pissed. He snaps his finger and your head explodes. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm dead. Yeah, dude, there, there is blood (laughs) everywhere. And even though your head exploded for a split second, you're still alive. And you think to yourself, that blood pales in comparison to the fucking red suit that this guy's wearing. Your body hits the ground. Your rains don't come home for like a week. By the time they come home, you're like, your body's in bad shape. Yeah. They uh they don't know what to do. They're like freaking out because they're like also huge drug addicts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like they thought like maybe they did this. You know what I mean? So uh, they take your body and they throw it in a dumpster and it's never found. Uh, and they just report you as missing a week later. No one ever knows what happened to you. But Christmas is saved. Christmas is saved forever. Yeah, and you're dead. There's no afterlife. This game sucks. 